We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. <laughs> Hello world, welcome back to the Nine Dots Dotcast. Uh, today it's me, Adam Johnson, and uh, again I'm joined only by the legendary Rahul Kona. Hey, hey. How's it going, Rahul? All good, mate. How's it going with you? All good. You know what? Are you going to switch back to Canon now they've announced the EOS R5? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> All right, see you next week on the podcast, everyone. <laughs> yeah, see ya. No, no, I mean, I was looking at specs and stuff like that um, the other day. And uh, man, it looks like a really like powerful camera. Like it's like a beast, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just got too much for me and for what I do. Yeah. I mean, um, you and me. The the background of this is for you know obviously people don't know is that you we you and me both shot Canon cameras for an, our entire careers until well for me until early 2018, and then you I think it was later the same year when we both switched to Sony. Yeah, I, as well, to be fair, I, I properly switched uh, at the beginning of Jan 2019. Okay. Um, yeah, but I was shooting with the Sony a7 III all of December, but just personal stuff. And then and then I properly jumped ship, yeah, in the beginning of Jan, just before the season started. Yeah, so just under a year after after me. Yeah. But, but before that, we we both shot Canon. For, like, I, I my first ever camera that I bought in... 2007 was the Canon 400D and then from that point on obviously when I started doing it professionally and everything else like I, I always had Canon cameras until the Sony a7 III came along and then it was it just felt like a no-brainer to switch at that point but uh, yeah does this does the does does this new camera from Canon in any way make you want to go back not no not really <laughs> <laughs> like uh, do you know what like the reason i mean the reason i switched is mainly because i mean even though yet yeah, the the a7 III is is more superior than the 5d mark IV, in my opinion for for how i use the camera and stuff like yeah. I, i'm I, I i switched more for like smaller kits smaller lenses and stuff mm. and then like when i played with the original the eos r i was just like oh, this is still a big camera you know like it wasn't very different from i mean yeah it was Barely smaller than the 5D Mark IV, but it was still pretty big. And then the the L lenses that you put on it, they were huge. So I was just like, I don't think I'd move back because of that. Um, yeah. But if they shrunk it down in size to the size of an A7 III, then who knows? But it is Possibly. massive, isn't it? It's a big camera. It's a bit. It's a big camera. And and I think like the one reason that well, people switch to mirrorless, but I know that. It's, one of the biggest reasons was literally for like a smaller kit because yeah. my kit bag now when I go to weddings is so tiny it's it's, it's ridiculous um and I love just sometimes like when I first was shooting the first few weddings with with like the Sony's I was just like man have I forgotten stuff because this bag is just way too light I just don't <laughs> understand it's everything even in this bag I would like get to the car and I'll check no I'd, before I leave the venue I'll check I'd get to the car and I'd still check before I drove away from the <laughs> yeah, venue because I'm true. like this this is honestly like and I was just like yep everything's still in there brilliant let's go home you know yeah I'm looking at a picture here though you know like it uh, the body of the camera is not that much bigger than a so the Sony a7 III that we use like just the body but I think 
this new ESR system, it comes with a whole new system of lenses, doesn't it? I, th- I know you can attach old Canon lenses to it as well. Yeah, but, but they, you have but, to use native, right? Yeah, but I've, and the 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 new lenses for this system are massive, aren't they? Like I've seen yeah. a few of them, are huge. So even though the body isn't like I'm looking at this picture now, it's not signif- It's not like huge compared to the A7 III Sony. But when when you start like combining it with the with the lenses and stuff, then it is back to being a big a big camera again. So that would put me off because I, I switch for the the I switch for the same reason really. Well, no, that's that's a lie. Like I switched at that point because I always like Sony cameras anyway. Like I'd, like I've talked about before how I, I had, used to have a Sony RX one and it was it, it really it's my favorite camera of all time. So I was kind of waiting for Sony to bring out a camera that could cope with weddings. And then if at the time it felt like the A seven three was the first. Well, obviously they had the A nine at that point, but that always felt a bit expensive to me. Um, and the A7 III was felt like the first Sony camera that could cope with weddings. But also, I was just bored. I was just I'd had a can. I was still on the 5D Mark III. I know you were on 5D Mark IV, but I was 5D Mark III, and I was just bored of it because they brought out the 5D Mark IV, and I just didn't see enough reason to upgrade to that because it didn't feel like an upgrade. I know there was think there was features you did like about the 5D yeah, Mark IV. The, fo- the focus alone was worth <laughs> the upgrade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like uh, the live view and the way you could shoot like, that way was was worth the upgrade. But I mean. Um, yeah, I, I never thought. I'd never thought. I remember talking to Sam Docker actually. I think at like the gathering, and he was just like, he goes, "You're never going to switch." He goes, "You're Canon through and through." And I'm like, "Yes, I am Canon through and through. I love it." <laughs> you were. And and it was literally a month later. And they put a Sony <laughs> A7 III in my hands and a 35 mil lens, and I was just like, shot something at home or and some sort of family gathering, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this camera! Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is it doing?" Like, you know, I was I was blown away. And then obviously yeah. and. Obviously, I knew that you you were using it like very capably at weddings, and that kind of like made me switch. Um, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I know I'd worked on you for a, the, the best part of a year before you <laughs> gave into the gave into the power of this, the guys at Sony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like even when people switch systems, you know, um, it, it's some, sometimes it's just not cost effective either. You know, yeah, like you, you you're selling like. What is potentially better kit, the 5D Mark IV, well, more expensive kit for, and then, you know, you're losing a lot of money and then you're going to buy this new kit, which is not as superior, but uh, yeah, it's so you've got to be financially in a, in a good place, like, yeah. or, or be able to sell it, like, you know, and, and that was another factor when I sold my kit is the fact that I got decent money for my kit. Um, so it made sense that. I could switch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it definitely makes no financial sense whatsoever to 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 flip flop back and forth, back and forth all the time between systems. And that's good. I think that's what's going to happen now in the next couple few years is as mirrorless becomes, you get, I think, takes over from DSLRs as the main like camera system. There's going to be lots of new developments and lots of new cameras and from all the different manufacturers. But I think just like what all I was saying was, I didn't switch because of like Sony hype. I switched because I felt like Sony brought out a camera that could cope with weddings and I was bored of my 5D Mark III's and I needed something to reinvigorate like my the my the fun side of photography for me and that and that camera definitely did that for me. I know it doesn't work it doesn't work for everyone because it is like a little computer. It's, it, sometimes it feels more like a little computer than it does a camera. I I kind of know what you mean though because like I feel like I've made some of my best photos this year because of what the cameras allow me to do like with the tilt screen with how good eye focus has been and 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 it being so small and discreet that people just ignore me as well so um they i mean you know ignore me 
I'm not exactly yeah, wearing yeah. an invisibility cloak because I'm carrying a Sony A7 III, but you know, I've been able to get away in like in in better situations and positions just to get um, better images and make better photos. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and 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 it has uh, brought out a bit of fun. It was kind of fun, like learning something new again. If that yeah, makes that's sense. what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Figuring figuring out how the heck my off-camera flash is going <laughs> to work and and like why why is this happening and I don't understand what this button is. And then I remember like Andy Tyler showing me the uh, the preview button or something like it will show me you know, oh yeah 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 and i was just like wow this is amazing you, you know like it, it was just nice to i don't know like i mean it's obviously good for the brain you know to learn something new like otherwise everything is just like muscle memory to be fair with canon so it was nice to break away from that yeah but saying that i'm looking at the photo as well because you made me go into the canon site <laughs> and i'm like it does look nice though don't it like i do miss the red <laughs> ring on the, the, old, yeah. uh, the l lenses I i've got to say every time i i, had, I saw an l lens i was like oh yeah this is the lens i would never <laughs> buy a normal canon lens Such oh, a mate, i remember <laughs> the first time i ever bought an l lens i felt like i just felt like the king of the world is it 2470 <laughs> it was it was a 20 no actually i think i had the 70 to 200 before i had the 2470 and obviously, and then you remember it. I've seen people using these like white, these long white lenses, and they just looked like professionals. And I was like, right, if I'm going to be a professional photographer, I need a long white lens with a red ring on the end. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's seventy to two hundred. Even though like <laughs> so big, man, it it did produce some good flipping portraits. True. I mean, like yeah, yeah. I did, I did like. I love using that lens, but then it was just like, mate, this lens is just too big, and I, I just Can you sold it. Using it now? Can you imagine using a lens like that now at weddings? <laughs> oh, I mean, people do. I'm not like, <clears throat> I'm not trying to be judgmental about the lenses people use, but I personally can't imagine. That I was the thing. I haven't seen someone use a 7200 lens at a wedding in ages, but for at least two, three years, I would say, because I mean, obviously, like videographers do use them, but then I did a, a wedding like last year, and this videographer like team or whatever they had two of them like for the speeches like yeah, from yeah. so but they were so far away that i forgot that they were there so i probably was like in and out of their shots all the time and i know they i was because they got angry at me but it was just like i, I you know like you'd forgotten that people were, could be that far away from what was happening because yeah. we're like at the 85 mil 35 mil uh, like sort of length so it was it was a strange it was strange uh to see that camera back in the oh that lens should i say yeah, but yeah. It, like, when, when I was using it, it did like. But then I sold it for a one three five, and that one three five was was oh man, were probably one of my favorite Canon lenses. I did the same. Yeah, yeah, I did the same did when you? I kind of switch. Yeah, I did. And I remember. Um, I mean, that's again, we've gone way t tangent, but yeah, uh, reminiscing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> but yeah, I did the same. I uh, I was that was at the in the phase when I was trying to switch generally over to primes, and I remember getting the one three five and the. And I kept the 7200 in my bag and just realized that it'd been in there for like six weddings and I'd never used it yeah, because, was because I was just choosing the choosing the uh, uh, the 135. Oh. But let's go back to the EOS R5 because, I mean, I know you, it's, it's, it's almost ridiculous to talk about it, but you, because we don't, we're not really specs people, but just looking at the specs of this camera, like, I mean, I guess the it's not really comparable in a way to the sony a7 III it's more of like if you're going to compare cameras you you need to compare it to the a9 and but it's 45 megapixels which is i mean that's going to be huge files yeah gonna need new memory cards <laughs> new yeah is it, it is sd though isn't it yeah i think it's sd yeah but and obviously that's a huge thing at least it's not going to be dist because it is dual card slots it says here 
Um, you know, just that, like, obviously, you've, you've you've said twice. You've told me no when I've said, would you switch back to Canon for this? But if you still were still on Mark IV Canons, would you? Do you think you'd? Would you move sideways to this camera? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. But but do you know what it is? Yeah. It's it's. I would have said yes straight away if I was on the five D Mark IV. If the lens mount was the same, and you know the lenses were the same, like I could just I have to just change the bodies out. But I'm one of these people. Like I have to use the native lens. Like I have to. I wouldn't use the, you know, the old lenses on, on this camera. Like so, you'd have to buy whatever the new system is that Canon uses now. I have no idea what it's called or whatever. But does it make RF. sense? Yeah, RF. RF. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So I'd have to buy like the new. And I think like I was seeing once like the RF fifty is what fifty mil was like two three grand or something. I don't know. I mean, let, let me bring him up now. But the yeah the. So the thir- there's a 35 mil 1.8 that you can get for it, okay. 500 quid. Oh, that's not bad. There is a yeah 50 mil the, yeah the 50 mil 1.2 which, and the is 2,300 pounds. This is um, this is UK price. This is not talking grey import. This is buying within in the UK market. The 85, Legitly from Wex. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> exactly. Um, the 85 mil 1.2 is 2,800. So yeah. The, it's re- it's a really expensive. It's it's not even switching sideways, is it? Really, it's just buying a new system full stop. Yeah, and there's another there's another eighty five mil one point two, which I don't know what the difference is, but that this one is three thousand two hundred. What? Wow. It's got a special DS coating. I mean, this is this is a thing. This is a, like it's ridiculous. You and me talking about specs because we just don't know what we're talking about because we pay no attention. <laughs> I'm like, does it work? Does it look good? And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, expensive and and also massive. Like these lenses are big, like huge lenses, but you know they're going to be incredible. Like I, mi- I do miss Canon lenses. You mentioned yeah, it earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I'd like, I there was something nice and beautiful about it. That Canon thirty-five one point four. I like that was my favorite lens, you know. And that eighty-five one two. I mean, it was rubbish at focusing, but boy, <laughs> for portraits, if you could get it right and and you could like focus in like with the sun and the flare and everything, oh, it's beautiful. And obviously, the 50 as well, 1.2, was yeah. shocking at focusing as well. <laughs> but that circular flare oh, that used yeah, to get, yeah. that, like, you know, that was like the golden hour lens. You know, that's the only time I'd ever pull it out. Was, no, was, yeah. Even, didn't even, portrait. for a long time, didn't, uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but, you know, Ross Harvey used, he kept a Canon with a 50 mil 1.2 in his bag just to get that. Yeah. Or was it, was it the 85 1.2? I can't no, remember. No, no, but... the 50, 50. I'm sure it's 50. Yeah, I miss flare, and I miss being able to. I miss the. I miss the way those lenses like coped with backlight. So, she was some I, tissue, like here yeah. to wipe away. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But at, the, at this price tag, like if I was to buy a, I mean, because the that's the other thing. The ES R five is going to be is rumored to be three and a half grand. Yeah, and so you'd need two of them. Yeah, so that's seven grand. Because yeah. like for me, I only shoot with the same two cameras because same. yeah, same. I, there was no way I would shoot with two different cameras. I think I got that from um, uh, Zach Carriers. Like, I think I was, I was when I first started. He was, he was saying something about like you know, just always make sure you have the same two cameras because if you need to like, you know, go from thirty-five to eighty-five, you don't want your brain to be going, oh, but you're going from uh, Canon five D four to you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Canon no, I, was, I remember when I yeah when I first bought the five D Mark three, 
so long time ago, but I tried to use it alongside a 5D Mark II, and that lasted one wedding, and I realized how frustrating that was, and I bought an, an, a second 5D Mark III the next day, and ever since then, I've always made sure I've had two two identical cameras. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Thing, when you had the 5D II and the 5D III, it would have been a nightmare. Yeah. Because files are oh, so... It was the worst. It was the worst, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was practically like shooting Canon and Nikon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, no, it was. Yeah, it was. The 5D2 was like the pinkest, the pinkest camera ever. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I never bought a 5D2, so it went know. straight from uh, class, classic to Mark III. Yeah, yeah, I went straight from classic to Mark III, um, because I, I used a 5D Mark II once, and I was just like, these files are terrible. So I just, I always stay with a classic. And you know, it was working for me. And I guess I wasn't shooting as many weddings, so, um, you know, or I wasn't that busy, so I, I didn't feel the need to switch at that point. Yeah, mate. The classic, the classic was a beautiful camera as well. I mean, we sound we sound properly old now talking about the these. Classic was good though, man. Like I think that was that is as you said, you were the RX, whatever it was, was your yeah, favorite. Yeah. Five yeah. DC is is my favorite camera. Yeah, and yeah. the funniest thing, tangent, but today, like you know how on Facebook you have the Facebook memories come up. Oh, yeah. Now, on this day today, I was selling my five D twelve point eight megapixel digital SLR black body it. only. Yeah. For four hundred fifty pounds or nearest, <laughs> and the only comment on it is "keep one man for the memories and to mess about with." And that was from my brother. How was it? Yeah. Ah, uh, crazy. And yeah. you didn't listen. No, I didn't listen. I didn't listen. <laughs> but that's yeah. the thing. So let's go back to it, right? So th- the body's going to be three and a half grand, and even even if you think if you're going to buy grey import, you're talking two and a half maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So you need two of those, five grand. You need an 85. Realistically, you need this 85, this three grand. If, if we're going to shoot how we're shooting, yeah, 35 and 85. Yeah, I'm talking just like for like. I mean, there's a whole other debate to be had of whether, you know, now with mirrorless, whether you need fast primes or anything, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. because we'll go, we'll talk more about the specs in a minute. But so you need a 85, so three grand on the 85, maybe a bit less on grey import again, let's say two. So already you're up to uh, seven. Uh, yeah. And then you, and then you need a thirty-five. So there's that cheap thirty-five there, which I mentioned, which is the one point eight, five hundred quid. Or let's see if there's a more exp- there's bound to be a more expensive version. And you and me both prefer expensive versions. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> has one got the red ring on it? Because if, yeah, if <laughs> yeah, yeah, one does. It's two thousand two hundred twenty-nine pounds. Oh, I can't see that. Are you, yeah, are you, yeah. Oh, on Wex. Oh no, actually, you know what? That's not. It's not. That's a fifteen to thirty-five. Yeah, I can't see a thirty-five mil prime. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the the only thirty-five mil prime for it. All right, so five. There you go, five hundred quid. So what's the what we up to? Eight grand. Yeah. Just for the basic system. Yeah, and uh, buying gray import, and based on Rahul and Adam's pricing <laughs> guesses. Yeah, we're definitely right. Though. Really, could be about ten grand. So yeah, but I mean, so it's what we're saying is it's not going to be cheap. You're going to go. You're going to be going back to bigger cameras. I'd need a new camera back because <laughs> I haven't got I haven't got a bag that can fit big cameras in there anymore. It's not a massive thing, but it would be a total like it would revel. You'd have to rethink everything again. Yeah. Oh, luckily I'd go to the gym, so you know, <laughs> be able to carry the cameras. Yeah. That's the, weight. Weight's the other thing as well because I've what I've enjoyed is that I can pack almost my entire camera gear in a backpack that is under the limits of hand luggage weight for most aircraft now. Yeah. Because exactly. of, of the Sony's, so it is a is a thing. It is a thing, especially if you're traveling. The whole weight like side of it. Because you know what I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out how much this 85 mil weighs. You can make your other point while I'm looking at that. <laughs> no, I was, uh, my, my other point was basically going to be, I mean, 
I guess if you're shooting photo and you shoot video, then you know the fact that it shoots in 8K is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So essentially, I guess you could just shoot video and then just rip the stills that you want. Scary for us, but yeah, that's the thing though. That is the, that is the only like getting serious about it. But you know what? Let me just talk about the weight of this lens first before we talk about that because. That 85 mil is, is 1.2 kilos, the lens only. Wow. Com- compared to the ones the, the one that we use, the 85 mil Zeiss Batis, right? Yeah. For the Sony, which weighs, it weighs 475 grams. So it's almost uh, two and a half times the weight yeah. of, of, yeah. of this one. So, and the body is definitely, the body's slightly bigger and slightly heavier as well. So it's a, it's a, I think it's a big thing for a wedding, for a wedding photographer. You know, when we're carrying these things around for t- 10, 12, 14, 16 hours a day on your shoulders or on your hips or whatever, whatever you use, whatever kind of st- strap system you use or whatever it might be, the difference between, a, you know, carrying an extra two, four, let's say two to four kilos if you're carrying yeah. two cameras, it's pretty it's massive. Yes, big, big deal. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to the specs. Uh, but I yeah, bet the, I, I, I bet those lenses are nice. I bet those lenses are very nice. That's the that's the thing. Like, and I de- there's definitely, you know, that I I don't miss the tones as much. Like I remember at first, it took me a while to get my my editing right on the Sony t- to a point where I liked it. And now I de- now I like my images more than I liked my tones from the Canons. So I don't, it's not that I miss the tones as much. It's more that I miss the their ability to cope with extreme conditions, like like yeah. especially extreme backlight. Yeah, they were, they were great cameras. Oh, they still are great cameras, you know. Oh, true, yeah. Just talk about how they were. <laughs> Back in the days, the RF, yeah. All right, I'm going to read down the specs. Right, so we talked about 45 megapixel, which is too much too much realistically for a, a wedding. I mean, you'd shoot MRAW, right? Like, do, they do that. I mean, yeah, they do, they do. Yeah, they yeah do. exactly. So, I mean, if I was going to have this camera, I'd be shooting in MRAW. Yeah, no, same. So you're talking humongous files. Big yeah. memory cards, more hard drives, everything. But uh, I mean, storage is cheap, so I'm not saying that's going to be a, that's going to be a massive. It wouldn't be a showstopper. That's what I'm saying. No, definitely not. The IBIS, so the in uh, what does that stand for? In, in body image stabilization. Five stops yeah. in the body. Five stops in the body, and then if you combine it with a lens that's also got oh, yes. stabilization, yeah. eight eight stops of of stable. Uh, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. In a good way. That's that's mind-blowingly. I mean, that's that means you could shoot technically shoot like a four hundred mil lens at like that, a sixtieth of a second yeah. and not not get any shake. Yeah, or without a monopod. I've seen <laughs> yeah. people when they used to use the seventy two hundred with a monopod. You know, so <laughs> that's why. That is crazy, though. That's crazy, but that's the way the industry is going. So it's not like I mean, this is going to be the best in class. For, in, on well, that's the way technology is going, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. It's good for us. All right. The next one is twelve frames per second mechanical shutter and twenty frames a second electronic shutter. I mean, I don't really. I've never. I, I think. Uh, I think the A7 III is what is. Te- I think it's ten frames a second maximum in mechanical, and, and I think it is twenty. I think it is twenty frames a second in silent shutter. But um, that's pretty good. I mean, I mean, yeah. like, like, you, like we said before, we we never read specs. I I feel like we're trying to come across as people who understand specs. We, we it doesn't really matter whether it's just twelve, ten, eight, 
13 17 whatever if it is it fast or is it slow that's what, that's what, that's what we care about like <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i mean i think it's a bit too much like i find a sony a7 free like in silent man when i shoot in a ceremony i'm like oh it's, it's just like oh i've just taken it's, it's suddenly okay my camera never says buffering unless i'm shooting in silent mode and i'm only shooting in silent mode ever <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, at, in the civil ceremony yeah so like yeah, the yeah. normal wedding not during an indian wedding but during a civil wedding where nothing really happens and my camera still go to yes yeah, buffering i'm like how many frames did it just take i don't understand <laughs> how i'm on 64 and i'm like they're about to kiss any um, second like can you stop buffering yeah, yeah it's a nightmare yeah it's, i'm just like uh i can't shoot this on an 85 or you know like my other camera this is the same buffering that's i start sweating my armpits are dripping i'm like oh my god like why is this happening to me why i wish yeah. i could have just had the sound on that because i never shoot that much otherwise you know yeah, Imagine coming uh, yeah, back yeah, yeah. With, like you're shooting a whole day on silent like the amount of self-control you'd have to have on like just with that trigger finger like no. I'd, I'd come back with like 512 gig yeah, me too me too and i think andy shoots most of the day on silent now so mm -hmm. i think and i think he's coming back with a lot of frames but it i, I think shooting on silent on the sony's taught me to be a bit more a bit less trigger happy for that reason i don't even think i'm that trigger and that's what i mean I'm doing <laughs> i know what you mean yeah yeah but it's because you can't hear anything so you don't really know that yeah, and, and things yeah. so fast as well right? <laughs> like yeah it's too it's, it's the the too quick it's the worst when you get into get to call it in photo mechanic as well it just the it makes you feel like an idiot yeah you're yeah. like why have i got this same photo like thirty-five thousand times yeah i mean next one is dual card slots so at least at least nobody's going to moan about that and there's not going to be any like memes about the single card slot thing so but but it's um, a big thing you know like um just having a single card slot i mean when you've been used to so long shooting on dual cards you know to go back to like one card like it'll be like for me i don't know like I've had house insurance all my life, or car insurance, <laughs> and then from next year it's just like, you know what, you don't need car insurance. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I do. I'm not going to buy this car if you can't give me car insurance. So I'm going to have to go with the car that gives me car insurance. It's like, like, yeah, it, the car insurance is the best analogy you've ever come out with. That, it, yeah, I remember when I had my first car, car on, I had third party fire and theft only. To me, that's that's one card slot. That is one. That is one card <laughs> slot. Third party fire. You crash your car, you get the the other person gets a new car, you don't get a new car. That's the you that's one you have car. To say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is the best analogy you've ever come out with. It's brilliant. Oh, but the next two things, I think it I'd, I've never used an ESR. I think these next two things are just improvements over the current ESR. So one is scroll wheel added to the back, one is no touch bar. So I've heard people no moan about I've heard people moan about those two things. So I get, I get I'm guessing they're just improvements over the current ESR. Yeah. Um the, yeah, then then we're talking about um, video stuff. So the fact it shoots 8K video, and I think it's the first like affordable camera that's that we're talking about shooting 8K video, right? Yeah, because I think before that, the only things your cameras that could do it were like the Reds, pretty much. Yeah. So 8K, but they were never affordable. They're like 15 grand a camera. So, but like like you were starting to allude to before, it's not a, obviously. I I don't really. I never shoot video. Um, but a screenshot of an 8K video is is a bigger image file is a is a wider image file in pixel terms than the images we're getting out of the Sony A7 III as photos. Mad. So that it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. So the I mean the 
the question would be is that going to be a risk to photography and the photography and photographers in the long term if people can people are taking extremely high resolution screen able to take extremely high resolution screenshots of a video at 8k it is a bit of a worry but then at the same time it's just like most videographers that i know obviously shoot like a really flat profile so if they're going to take a screenshot or like you know rip an image then i'm going to assume that they've uh shot it really flat so with a flat screen grab like jpeg there's only so much you could edit it do you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. probably be we have safe for now <laughs> i would yeah, yeah. say until the fact that you can edit um those files or something like if that was ever the, to happen then i'll be like super worried or then i'd go and buy the canon eos r5 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just film all day and get like you know the bits that i need and provide yeah, yeah. video so videographers watch out <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the one but uh, so what you're saying is you like you're not going to get a raw file out of it basically the best you're going to get is a flat jpeg and then yeah. you're only then you're going to be limited to, to the edit and you're able to do on a jpeg yeah and and like yeah and like i say unless you know you, you're you're good and you know you adjust the but i don't know many videographers that do this like you know adjust like color profiles and everything and 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 stuff to um, match the scene then then yeah maybe yeah, yeah. about that guy but most people and most true like well not true i want to say that but like most videographers that i know you know literally only shoot flat so then they can grade yeah, yeah. it to, the, to their look so if i did have the um this eos r5 and maybe like i would experiment a second shoot for someone i might even try it out with like speeches or something because i i could light them with video lights yeah so yeah. then maybe like um and then i would use probably the same profile that i use for my photos but just use it for the video right and yeah, get yeah. the white balance and everything bang on and then i would i could deliver them the speeches plus some stills because yeah. like essentially if it was a 10 minute speech you know i'm only giving them like well two images of the speaker unless he's doing something do you know what i mean so i could easily rip that out and and give them two jpegs and i can't see a client being like oh why do these look different from the rest you know and also yeah. like i don't do video but i mean what about like focusing would you'd have to like be continuously making sure it's all sharp right yeah true like with them moving around or whatever or even i bet, that, I bet that's super easy though just like it is on the sony's you know like to tap the screen on the thing you want it to be focusing on yeah, but what about like okay, confetti if they're moving towards you and stuff like that? Yeah, true. I bet the I bet the tracking's insane though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, I mean, to me, it just the lit the specs make it seem like it's like a it's a sports camera with those specs, really sports or studio even. But um, one thing here that's mentioned actually, I would is, have said wildlife. Yeah, like especially if you're coming out with that many megapixels, but yeah, true. You know, yeah, and and you can video. True. And it's even mentioned in here that there will be automatic upload of images to the cloud. And obviously, that was, that was going to rely heavily on on the Wi-Fi connection because it has built-in five gigahertz Wi-Fi. But um, that's interesting, though. Like, I mean, it would never work at a wedding. It's <laughs> never going to. It's, ne it's not going to upload. It's never going to keep up with the, shooting that many forty-five megapixel RAW files. Nah, that's just for fashion and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, in a studio in a controlled yeah, environment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. What's your uh, what's your general conclusion on the on the ESR five? It looks like a nice camera. Like I've been on the Canon website just scrolling up and down on it, you know. <laughs> yeah, same. Like they've made it look good, and yeah, I've missed that red. Ring. 
not gonna lie. <laughs> no, same. But yeah i think just like the cost and everything is is just too much it's the same reason why people are like why, why don't you just move to the a9 but you know i feel like the a9 is got too much underneath the hood for uh for me you know like it's a nice camera to have but i don't think it's worth that much ex- additional expense like I, I managed totally fine with the a7 III and i know yeah, like yeah. obviously silent shutter is the main thing but i like i said i barely shoot silent shutter so um it's not it's not a deal breaker to have the a7 III over the a9 i guess and so even with this canon eos r5 yeah i mean i, I wouldn't really change you know yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to know actually they've got a 2470 though and something like that right like is that just a 2.8 then do you know uh, i feel like it's a i feel like there's a 28 oh yeah 2470 2.8 yeah Oh, right. I thought I was going to say, if that was like an F2 or something, then that might be... Oh, that'd good. be good. That'd be good. Wasn't there like a 28 to 70 F2 that was that was humongous? Oh, I feel yeah. like I've seen oh, that. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, 28, 28 to 70 F2, three grand. Wow. But but it is massive. Like, Let me tell you the weight of that one. It's 1.5, 1.4 kilos. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's huge. I remember Basically, seeing it. The entire kit that I carry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's th- it's fourteen it's fourteen centimeters long as well. That's yeah, big. That's, that's big. big. That's a big fat lens because it's really wide as well. It's ten it's ten centimeters wide. But you know what? Potentially, I mean, with a twenty eight to seventy five, was it or whatever? Um, you could shoot the whole wedding. Oh yeah, you could. F two, just one camera. True. You'll, you'll yeah, be golden. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. But for me, same as same as you. There's not enough. Like I remember when I switched from the five D Mark III to the Sony, it was a no brainer. Like there was so much about the the what i was gaining by switching over i know it's less for you when switching from the mark 4 but from yeah, mark 3 to sony no brainer it's definitely not a no i'm definitely not looking at this going oh i just need to i need everything this camera has it's going to be mainly the same kind of camera probably with better lenses and it's going to weigh a lot more and be a lot bigger so same for me it's a no from me but nice yeah. camera yeah exactly if i was rich enough i'd have it as a personal camera <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i'm not even sure i'd do that but i do like it and uh, yeah, who knows in the future? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Nice food convert to Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who know? One day, dude. Who knows? Never who say knows? never. Never say never. Anyway, good to chat to you about technical geekery. Oh uh, yeah, we were well tech and well geeky. <laughs> and that, I must say. <laughs> See you, dude. See you, man. Listen. You can listen to previous episodes of the Dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts, and you can find out more about Nine Dots membership and the Nine Dots gathering at nine-dots.co.